Welcome back to my not-so-great relationship advice. Uh, I am recording this at 12 a.m. on the day it is due, so, you know, I can graduate high school. And uh, I've realized this has become more breakup advice than anything, but today I'm talking about leaving with grace and pride. If I could redo a whole part of my life, it would be November 2020 through February 2021 because I was living for the breakup drama and creating it. When he left the first time, I should have let him. I should have thrown in the towel and realized my worth. Instead, we played games for three weeks. We were constantly battling because we loved each other. I made reason after reason why we should be together. He made reason after reason for me to let him go. And I soon did. I just didn't go with Grace. Started with social media battles, then with screaming phone calls, blocking and unblocking, getting our friends, who were really just his friends, involved. And when he decided to replace me in a week, I ruined that relationship. And the next four that month. Yeah, four. I did everything to tear him down. I did everything to convince myself he deserved it. Just because someone falls out of love with you doesn't mean you need to hate them. But when he made up lies and would call me when I was on dates and asked me to come fix his life just for him to say I was controlling him, then he deserved it. If I would have just let go the first time around and not started the fights, not begged for him to come back. If I would have ghosted him, the stressful drama would have been over. The acting crazy had ruined my relationship with the other boys. I was viewed as unstable and, well, the crazy ex. And yeah, I am those things, but normally they don't find out for until a month in or so. So, my advice is to let them leave. Block them on everything, even Gmail. Yeah, that's right. We email each other sometimes. And ghost them. Delete the texts. Delete the pictures. Block the fake account they use to stalk you. Because yes, they will do so. Find something more healthy to do. Meet new people. Post pictures of you and your new significant other on Facebook for his mama to see. And live happily ever after. Do not let him win. Do not give him the satisfaction of winning. Go with grace. If I can tell you how many times I came in to Mrs. Anderson's classroom. Yeah, that's right. You're being mentioned again on the third episode, Mrs. Anderson. Where is this the fourth? I don't know. It's the middle of the night. Either way, how many times I came in and said, you won't believe what he did today. Well, let's admit it. He probably did this because I started it. But... As time went on, it soon got to be where I was ignoring him and he was starting it. And then I'd give in to it. If I wouldn't have given in in the first place, it would have been fine. If I didn't need the satisfaction of seeing him hurt just as much as he hurt me, it would have been fine. If I would have just let his relationship with, you know, the new Dollar General version of me fan out on its own, I would have been fine. It wouldn't have been my problem. But now any time things go wrong in his life... It's somehow my fault. And sometimes I even feel like it's my fault. And that's not what you're supposed to do. That's not how it's supposed to be. You're supposed to break up 
and leave each other's lives and not bother each other anymore. Because people who stay in each other's lives are people who are in love and people who are friends. And we are neither of those things this week. Well, check back next week. You never know. If I would have gone with Grace, I wouldn't be so stressed about going to the same college as him. Maybe having the same classes as him. I would be absolutely fine with the fact that he is out there posting on social media and I can't see it. But when it's about me, I feel like I have to see it. I feel like I need to see it. If I would have gone with Grace, it wouldn't still be about me. It would be moved on to the next person. I would not be the bad guy in the story anymore. Of course, I'm not the bad guy in my story. Just the bad guy in his. And the one he tells everyone else. And he does have some evidence to back it up. But I also have mine to back up my story. There was no good guy in the breakup... I mean, now it's kind of leaning towards me as the good guy of the breakup. I really haven't done anything problematic for a good couple months. It's just kind of been him going a little crazy and me being like, all right, good day. But if I would have gone and if I would have just taken my pride, I would have felt so much better about it. I wouldn't have felt like I gave everything to someone who deserved nothing because that's what I did. I should have realized my worth the very second he told me, I don't love you anymore. I should have realized the people who really love each other don't do that. People who really do love each other don't look at each other and go, I don't love you anymore. Out of nowhere. That's not what love is. And if I could go back and sock younger Isha in the face, I would. Because that girl was an idiot. I mean, I lost sleep, I lost weight, I lost myself. Because I couldn't leave without a fight. I couldn't go with grace. I needed the drama, I needed the fight, I needed to feel like he was still in my life. Like, he could never leave. And at the time, that's what I wanted, but now it's like, please, could he just leave? All those nights I spent begging to God for him to stay? Why did I do that? I'm pretty or single. What was I thinking? If I would have just gone with grace, said, yep, we broke up, that's it. If I wouldn't have felt like I needed to bash him on everything and to everyone. And I mean, sometimes the things he did and the things I said were warranted. Like, I mean... In some cases, yeah, I needed to tell somebody about what was going on. Because it was a little cray-cray. But. In the beginning, if I wouldn't have started all the issues. If I would have been like, yep, that's fine. Break up with me, go. Break every promise, whatever. I don't care. We wouldn't have had this drama. We wouldn't have the fights. We wouldn't be a topic conversation. We wouldn't be, you know, uh, don't be an Isha. Don't be a Gavin, we, it wouldn't be like that. We wouldn't be the breakup, the toxic relationship to compare to because the only thing toxic was him. If I would have realized this at the time, if I would have gone and I realized I talk about him on this podcast a lot, but there's just a lot to unpack and this is my therapy session now. If I would 
have just listened to the advice my parents gave me, the advice my friends gave me, the advice my counselors gave me, the advice people who love me gave me, I would have avoided so many problems, so much stress, so much drama. I mean, I really stayed for the theatrics of it. I really am still for the theatrics of it. I mean, the kid liked all of my posts with a fake account, and I sent him a screenshot of it over email and was like, Gavin, stop being creepy. You know what's creepy, Isabella? You freaking emailed him. If I wouldn't have just, if I wouldn't have, he, he hands me the bread and I bite into it. It's like Snow White and the Poison Apple, except I keep eating the freaking apple. And that's not what I should do. That's not what I think anybody else should do. I really hope at some point this podcast, like, finds someone and they're just like, wow. Thank you. Thank you for this advice. Because it's solid advice. I mean, just, if they want to leave, let them. No matter how hard it is. And don't let them know that it hurts you. Because that's not, as I mean, I, I have, I have no dignity. I have no dignity left. I mean, I was stripped of everything for this man. For this boy. This man-child with a large nose. Like, what was I doing? Why was I doing it? Why were people letting me do this? If I could have just said, all right, that's fine. I'll come get my stuff. Gotten my stuff. Got in my car and left. No, I had to get my stuff. We had to cry in each other's arms. We had to say that we saw a future. We had to say we still loved each other. We had to almost get back together and then hate each other the next day. We had to fight for weeks. We had to fight over who got what friend. We had to bash each other on social media. We had to battle on Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok. We had to see who could move on the fastest. If it's a race, it's not moving on. It's not healing if you feel like you're competing. But I I couldn't I couldn't go feeling like that. I couldn't I couldn't be like, you know, what? It's not a race. It's it doesn't matter who falls in love with someone new first. It doesn't matter. You know, our relationship's over. No. To me it was a competition. And I made it a competition. I mean, did I kind of, am I winning the competition now? I found somebody great. But at the time, what was I doing? Why was I doing it? What had possessed me to think that all of this drama was going to reflect positively on me? Was it interesting? Was it kind of funny? Did it entertain me and a couple of people? Yeah, but it was short term pretty soon it just got annoying i even annoy myself i doubt you even listen to this podcast because you're like Ugh, yeah, man, talk. but if i could take anything back it would have been how i presented myself in the end of things because my favorite line from megamind is you know the difference between a villain and a supervillain. Presentation. If I wouldn't have presented myself 
the way I had, if I wouldn't have presented our breakup the way it was, if I would have just kept things quiet, if I would have just dealt with things normally and humanely, I wouldn't be the supervillain. I wouldn't even be the villain. But here I am, the Maleficent of relationships. Here I am making a podcast about it. You know? How many people are out there making podcasts about their breakups? Like, just get over it. It's not that hard. I mean, why did I struggle so much with something that sounds so simple? Why couldn't I have just looked at things the way they were and been like, you know what? This is happening for a reason. I am not supposed to be with this person. I don't need to fight. And I am a fighter at heart. Like, I love to argue. I'm always fighting. I'm always on the hook, as my dad would say. But what was the point? And sometimes I feel like when I'm just around other people and I shut my phone off and it's just like... I was still living and breathing without him. Why did I act like I couldn't? Why was it so devastating? Why did I have to constantly beg him to be there when he didn't want to be there? He was there for whatever other troll it was. Which, yeah, don't body shame or hate other girls. But you know what? She's a troll. So, mm. women support women, but she's a troll. That's all I gotta say. You know, if I would have just, see, I just did it. I just did it. If I could just be a more mature person and pick up my dignity and have a little bit of integrity even. All of my problems would have been solved months ago. I wouldn't even be making this, which granted I would have nothing to talk about for this class. But I just, I couldn't go with grace. I'm not sure why, but I hope that maybe other people will learn from my mistakes and do so. Because my mistakes were very public. A lot of people noticed. I've been called out on it. People call me out all the time. Some people who shouldn't call me out call me out on it. But, you know, it's whatever. People who should call me out have called me out on it. And I'm thankful for that because I have realized that if I would just leave things alone, my life it would be a little more, it would be a little boring. It would, but uh, boring's okay. Boring's healthy sometimes. I feel like in the end, if your life isn't a little boring, you didn't live. Like you have to have boring moments. Not everything needs to be excitement and drama and news. Sometimes it could just be private and quiet and lazy. Like it, Not everything has to be so upbeat. And I, I have a hard time understanding that. Um, this is me admitting my flaws and because it's the middle of the night. You'll catch me tomorrow morning thinking I'm God, I promise. But my advice is go with grace. Uh, it's the best thing you can do. It looks the best on you. It makes healing a lot faster. At least I think it does. In my other relationships, I don't remember ever 
having so many problems, being so hurt, being so obsessed with causing things that didn't need to be caused. Like, I just, I don't remember it being like that. I think it was just like, yeah, it's over. Kind of sad about it. I'll get over it. And I formed friendships with them later on. But because of all this, I can't even be friends with someone who I thought I was going to marry. And that's kind of sad. But I'm glad I'm not going to marry him. Because, like, I'm not going to miss a moment. Like, he kind of sucks as a person, but that doesn't mean I had to. The ugliness inside of him was spilling out on me. And I think at the time, maybe it even became my own ugliness spilling out on everyone. And it's it's all about presentation. Sometimes when you're going through hard things, you don't need to present yourself as a better person. At some point, you just need to say, you know what? It's okay. It is well with my soul, like that song. You know, the man's wife and children had died, and he just, he, he started singing, it is well with my soul. Like, he, he went with grace, he didn't dwell. And I think that's such an important story, whether you're religious or not, you know, don't dwell on things. For people in religion, you know, you hand it over to God. For people who aren't religious, you just let go. You you burn a candle or in some pictures or something. Have a, you know, but you just eventually you have to move on. And the sooner you realize your worth, the better moving on will be.